Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, it uh, went down on Sunday, which would have been his 71st birthday. And it was pretty star studded. Speakers included Conan O'Brien, Joe Manganiello, David Arquette, Maya Rudolph, Natasha Leone and Esapatha Merkerson. Hmm. <laughs> Other celebrities who showed up. I didn't in, know they were tight. I guess so. Other celebrities who showed up included Lily Tomlin, Jason Alexander, Fred Armisen, Aaron Paul, Jennifer Coolidge, Kevin Pollack, Andy Richter, uh, Patton Oswalt, Meredith Salinger, Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, wow. wow. Tony Hawk, Bruce Valanche, Penelope Ann Miller. Catherine Keener, Cameron Mannheim, Sarah Gilbert, Weird Al Yankovic, Jack White, J.G. Abrams, Sherry O'Terry, Judd Apatow, Jimmy Kimmel, John Waters, and the B-52s all sent pre-recorded videos. And Pee-wee's Playhouse star Lynn Marie Stewart and Elvira led the crowd in singing Happy Birthday to close things out. Now, I'm sure most of these people were friends with him or, you know, colleagues who had a lot of respect for him and... Absolutely wanted to be there. Yep. The vast majority. Yes. I wonder how often a celebrity gets a call or an email from their PR people saying, You got to do this. You have to go. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I barely knew him or her. It yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't you got to go. They need to see you there. It's about visibility. <laughs> okay. But I, he was kind of an a-hole. Doesn't matter. I need you. You need to go. It's gonna be us yeah. when you pass. How <laughs> often does that, I just wonder how often that happens in the in the world of Hollywood where yeah. they're like, I, I don't just why, do why? it. Just yeah. do I it. feel like in Hollywood they often are like, like this is so fake. Be, like I don't even I barely know this person. Like why are you making like me go to this? They want thing? it to be small. I mean, this was huge. I feel like normally they're like just invitation only. On a small level. Because well, they just, don't want it to be like this. I'm sure the people that spoke wanted to be there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know. I just wonder how often that happens. Because yeah. the way I, sometimes I think of it like, okay, if this if this dead person were standing at the door greeting people as they came in, if, if I think for a second that that person would be like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. Why we are barely you here? Know, yeah, like thanks for coming, but or I know you were in this movie with him, but you hate him. Right? Why are yeah. you here? Like, <laughs> dude, you didn't have to come, but yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah. Hmm. 
All right, 629, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. we got a bunch of other stuff to cover, including Katy Perry and some of the big the big names that are being considered for the next Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, if we start... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We're talking about rock and roll. And I mean, like real, honest to God, rock like and roll. Serious, yeah, yeah. Uh, real, honest to God, rock and roll has, has sort of been absent from the Super Bowl halftime show since 2010, when the Who. Oh took my the God, stage. has it really been that long since they did that? Yeah, so I feel like wow, kind of they are due. I wonder if they have like some sort of schedule. Okay, this year we're gonna appeal, try to appeal to. 50-year-old men. This year, we're going to try to appeal to 24-year-old women. You know, what What artists do we get to fit that mold? Yeah, because there doesn't seem to be any real rhyme or reason to it year to year, No, it, it feels pretty random. It, yeah, it feels more like, who can we get that right. that's willing to do it? That's willing to do it, because they don't get paid, right? right? Right, Well, assuming that it makes its return in February, who should get the gig? Because the game is being played at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And Governor Joe Lombardo has an idea. All right. At a recent press conference for the Super Bowl host committee, he was asked who he thought should play the Super Bowl halftime show. Ooh, did he, he pick a Las Vegas act? No. <laughs> did you think like Wayne Newton or something? Yeah. <laughs> or one of the residencies? Sure. No, he picked ACDC. Oh, that's rock. And that's they rock all kind of looked at him and chuckled, and he's like, no, I'm serious. Bring him back. Well, what's the song that it, it's the... Don't they have the song that's used the most in movies? Uh, what, Back in Black? Nope, 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 nope. Nope. Oh, it'll hit me. Thunderstruck. Took me all night long? Thunderstruck. Oh, Thunderstruck. Yeah, got it, got Thunderstruck. It. Yeah. I I think that it, that movie gets the most, or that song gets the most requests to be used. At, uh, in movies or, uh-huh, or in, games? Yeah, all over. Got it. Copyright stuff. Well, just to get motivated, we got the big voiced stadium announcer to recite some ACDC for you. Back in black, I hit the sack. (laughs) It's been too long. I'm glad to be back. Wow. That was pretty good. That's all we get. (laughs) I love that he did that. Yeah. That's uh, fun. Other rock acts who've done the show either by themselves or as part of an ensemble include the Rolling, Rolling Stones, Red Hot Chili Peppers, ZZ Top. Red Hot Chili Peppers made an appearance with Bruno Mars, if I recall. Uh, ZZ Top, Paul McCartney, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Aerosmith Slash, and Kid Rock. There you go. All right, so Adam Sandler has a new teen comedy on Netflix. You are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. We, saw, we watched the trailer of this a couple of weeks ago. It looks super cute. I haven't seen it. Yeah. But it is his all-time highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? As of last night, it had a 96% certified fresh score, surpassing Hustle with 93%, the Meyerowitz stories, the Meyerowitz stories at mm. 92, and Uncut Gems with 91 Adam only has a minor role in the movie, and he also produced it. He plays the father of two teenagers, played by his real-life daughters, Sonny and Sadie. And it has to do with one of the girls' bat mitzvahs. Okay. So, but the trailer looks super cute. Good for him. Yeah. 
That's great. Meanwhile, Elton John was hospitalized over the weekend after he slipped and fell at his home in the south of France. His rep said that uh, Elton visited the local hospital as a precautionary measure because, keep in mind, he's 76 years old. So, you know, falling at falling 76 happens. is different than falling when you're 36. Well, you know, it's usually the hip that breaks first and then they fall. Have you heard that? Oh, really? <laughs> that, is that it's true? the fr- it's the fragility of the bones. Oh, That's God. what I have heard. Yeah, that it the break actually usually oh, happens geez. first and the fall is a result. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of the last time that I fell. And yeah. I can't think of, but you know, you hear of elderly people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do it a lot. Oh, yeah. I s- have they always <laughs> been this accident prone or are they just Right, right. On their the feet. bones, it's both, you know, and balance. There's balance issues as you get older if you don't do stuff to maintain it. Yeah. But because uh, we were at the part of my vacation was a couple of days at Huntington Beach. And I was sitting in, in a chair and my friend Susan, who went with me and Jacob and his friend Andrew, they were all playing down at the water. And, you know, the waves in California are a little bit bigger and a little bit more. They got a little bit more of a punch to them than your average Florida oh, wave. Way right? more of a surf. OK, yeah. so they're just standing there and the waves are rushing in. And I'm just sitting in my chair with my eyes barely open. And all of a sudden a wave comes in and I see the two boys and then I see Susan go down oh, boy. like the wave took her out at the knees and really? she face planted oh my goodness and i of course you know i as soon as i realized that she was okay because the boys picked her up i'm laughing hysterically because you know she was like back at the hotel room i'm i'm not gonna put my suit on i'm just gonna wear my clothes i'm just gonna be sticking my feet in the water that's and funny she's soaked just absolutely drenched She's okay, but though, right? She was, but she was walking a little funny. A couple hours later after sitting down and getting back up. Uh-oh. Yeah, but to, by the next day, she was okay. Yeah. But, man, yeah. Well, I, I think Elton John was literally just, like, walking down the hall. And you he know? just, ooh. How some, yeah, he's just walking. I can't lie. Singing to himself. No more of your dog. <laughs> just like that. Stop it. Reenactment there. Anyway, uh, but he's all right. He's okay. He's okay. Okay, good. Yeah, he's immediately discharged Monday morning. Now back at home in good health. Uh, He just wrapped up his supposed farewell tour, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. This story. All right, celebrities. They need to protect their names. It's part of being famous, right? Uh, But this one feels very wrong to me. Katy Perry has been fighting in court for years against this Australian woman who has almost the exact same name. It is Katy Perry, but she spells Katy with an I-E instead of a Y, like our Katy does. Hmm. So she owns a small clothing business in her home country of Australia. Well, American Katy tried to shut her down to force her to change her name all the way back in 2009. Australian Katy has been dealing with this ever since. She thought it was over when the Australian federal court sided with her, but American Katie won't let it go, and she just filed an appeal. And here's what Australian Katie has to say. Not only have I fought for myself, but I fought for small businesses in this country. This is a case that I thought I had an end in sight, and yet the singer has chosen to continue to drag it out. My label is my future, my dream, my livelihood, and now there is a chance my trademark could be taken away. Wow. It's just that's. Yeah, this does not look good on heavy. American Katy Perry at all. I don't think. Hmm. I don't think this is a good look for her at all. No. And do you really think that? I mean, she's just a small business. It's not like she's some big designer and people are getting confused. 
And I mean, is this small designer using her name to make other people think she's the Katy Perry so she sells more stuff? I doubt it. Right. So I don't know. She's been in business for a long time, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, obviously, this started back in 09. It's been going on ever since. Yeah, I, I was trying to think, like, this, this can't be the first situation where you have a celebrity and an artist or a designer that happens to have the same first and last name with maybe a slight variation in spelling, and they somehow manage to, you know, their careers still both manage to flourish. It's not like it's that confusing. I don't know. Maybe it is. Well, or in I mean, this case, like Katy Perry is seeing this clothing and is like, I don't want my name associated with it. <laughs> Probably. I think I made that. Probably. I would never wear that. Right. Probably. Well, I know there have been actors that have had the same names before and they've had to like shift them a little bit. I mean, right. there's Michael B. Jordan. You know, he stuck that yeah. B in there because of Michael Jordan. Right. That's a great example because we all know who Michael Jordan, the Chicago Bulls basketball legend is. Yes. So if if there happens to be a guy by the name of Michael Jordan who designs clothing or or is an artist or something and you know he puts his name on it yeah you don't see Michael Jordan suing the guy saying you can't use your own name that we know of right yeah anyway yeah yep all right so there's a bar this is a fun story if you don't like Aaron Rodgers and there are a lot of people that don't like Aaron Rodgers so a bar in Milwaukee is offering to pay your tab. Every single time Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets lose this season. I'm in. <laughs> of course, there's some rules, and they will severely limit your ability to cash in on this. But your tab must be opened at least 15 minutes before kickoff. So it can't you can't jump in in the fourth quarter and start ordering rounds for the house if the Jets are losing God. by, you know, 20 points. I'm going to be hammered. All right. You can't include food, and you have to be there for the entire game. I mean, I think that sounds fair. Um, Aaron must be starting, obviously, but here's the real kicker. Games played at the same time as the Packers don't, games don't count, and that only happens four times this season. Mm. And it also excludes top-shelf liquor. I mean, you got to put some limitations on it. Yeah, I mean, yes, that's just Because, let's long, face it, haven't the Jets day. pretty much sucked for a really long time? So the odds of Aaron Rodgers losing on occasion... <laughs> It's it's pretty, pretty good. I mean, I mean, Tom Brady did sweep in and save the Bucks that one year and oh, take them all the way to the too. Super Bowl. So maybe Aaron Rodgers can do that before he goes and retires forever. But yeah, you got a point there. Yeah, we're just gonna have to wait and see. I guess so. All right. Well, <laughs> Taylor Swift. I'll tell you what. You know, she's put out a lot. I'm mean, like, I get the whole Scooter Braun thing, and she wants to re-release these albums, these songs. You know, based on the fact that I don't want that money grubbing loser. You know, that that's right. that's money. That's my money. Yes. Uh, but now her dedicated fans are accusing Taylor of exploiting them with money grubbing tactics by repeatedly releasing these special editions of her music and special colored vinyl. Like twice, she let Swifties know that they'd only be available for forty eight hours from her online store. Wow. I know. When and does this sale start? <laughs> <laughs> it's a limited edition. <laughs> yeah, earlier this month, Taylor announced that her next re-recording will be 1989 Taylor's version uh, due for release on 
October 27th. And she usually posts the ad for the next release on the giant screens during her concerts. Yeah. But one of her fans kind of replied, another shameless cash grab. Like, are they turning on her? I don't know. You loved Taylor Swift's Midnight album. Then you bought her Midnight 3 a.m. version. Now you can get her Midnight 645 a.m. version, where she wakes up and decides to put another song on it. Uh, uh, uh. And don't miss out on the custom vinyl of her Speak Now album. First, she offered the Crystal Skies Blue Edition, then surprised us with the Sunrise Boulevard Yellow Edition. Well, now, get ready for the Dollar Bill Green Edition. It's my love language with you, you know? I plot, I scheme, I plan. No wonder she's doing commercials for Capital One. Who can afford all this stuff without a credit card? What's in your wallet? Nothing. I spent it all on Taylor Swift. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. You doing good? I am. Excellent. I am. Excellent. Awesome. All right, so I got your three headlines here. If you pick the right one, who are they going to see tonight, Jeff? Dominic Fike at the Andrew J. Brady Music Center. There you go, Josh. How fun does that sound? That sounds amazing. All right, so tell us which one of these is the real one, is it A? Guy tells hot dog vendor he's going to lick him if he doesn't give him a free dog. Is it B, a man robbed a bank by just walking off with a bag of money left outside? Or C, woman robs beauty salon using hot wax and tweezers as weapons? I'm going to go with C. With C? Nope, not C today, Josh. Sorry. Uh. It's B. It's B. It's the guy. All he did. The money was just right there, you know? That was my first guess. Always go with your gut. Yeah, there are people who create elaborate schemes for robbing banks, and then there's this guy. (laughs) who just got lucky. Yeah. 56-year-old man in Trumbull, Connecticut, named Robert Withington, has been charged with larceny after he saw a bag of money outside of a bank a few months ago. Looked around. (laughs) Well, if nobody else is going to take it. Can't believe it's just sitting there. Yeah. So he picked it up and walked off with it. Off he went. It was a bank deposit bag with the bank's insignia, and the money was accidentally dropped by an employee of Trumbull's tax collector office. Mm. There was about $5,000 in cash inside. Uh, so That's it, just five grand? Yeah, I guess. Police investigated, determined that Robert had taken it. He later admitted that he was at the bank, saw the bag, and walked off with it, he said he figured it was finder's keepers (laughs) and that there was no obligation to return it. You know, hey, that's that's one of the basic laws in the universe, isn't it? Finder's keepers? Is it in the, well, universe, maybe, I don't know. Is it in the books of Trumbull? I don't know. Trumbull code? Finder's keepers code? 
Uh-huh. That might work for a $20 bill on the sidewalk, which I suppose could have been dropped by anyone, but the bag clearly belonged to the bank, and there were documents inside that showed the money was tax funds from the town of Trumbull. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of how that, like, how that could have been dropped without someone noticing it. Like, yeah. if, if you ever, you've never worked at a place where you had to do a bank drop. Like, no. Where you would drive up, you know how they have those... Those uh, those little deposit boxes sure. on the side of the building, and so usually you could drive right up to it, and you got to have a key, of course. Yeah, you're an account holder, and you use the key, and you open it up, or you pull it, and you just drop it in, and and, and then go. they and then you go back to the bank the next morning, and they give count you your... it in front of you and give you your receipt. Okay. So I wonder if said person pulled up and opened it up and dropped it, thinking it went in, and then and it didn't, and then just yeah, drove off. Probably. I don't know. Thousand That's funny. ways that could have happened. Yeah. It is 11 after 7 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, coming up, we got a classic second date update you might have missed. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's going to be Rush easy. Hour Road Trip. It's, it's a big day. I'm so excited. We're in Kentucky. It's going to be such a good time. So our first ever Rush Hour Road Trip in honor of our Crans to Computers school drive. So just last week, we asked everyone, we were like, listen, we want to do some last minute donations. So if you're a business, Tim and I are going to be out and about on Tuesday. The first however many people get in with a $500 or more donation, we are going to come and visit you. So right now we are at Cardinal's storage in Florence and we're with Drew and Marie. This is so exciting. And I gotta say before we get to talking to these guys the last five to ten minutes off <laughs> off air we just played the six degrees of Jennifer Fritch. Yes it's actually Kentucky. The, it's two degrees of separation in northern Kentucky so yes I know you and you know everybody else and we all know the same people. Yeah. So uh <laughs> So tell us about Cardinal Storage. So I'm Drew with Cardinal Storage, and we've been serving Northern Kentucky since 2017, uh, just offering mini warehousing and self-storage to the Northern Kentucky area. Uh, And the one thing that I definitely like to uh, point out about what we offer is that we offer a fixed rate. So basically storage, uh, generally speaking, is a month-to-month kind of a thing, but we offer a fixed rate, so our rates do stay the same if you're here for one month, six months, 12 months. Uh, So that's What if you're like my Uncle Joe and his stuff has been in a storage unit for like four 14 years. So, so 14 years, we, we unfortunately can't guarantee our rates that long. We We're going to get an evaluation on that. <laughs> yeah, so, so we do have a cap. Uh, we've capped our, our fixed rates for 12 months. Uh, but, you know, honestly, that's just where we put the cap. It, 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 you know, depending on, on what's going on with everything in the world, uh, sure. we kind of evaluate that way. But we guarantee it for a minimum of 12 months. So you guys do all size storage here, like little stuff all the way to like massive, massive units. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, our, our smallest unit is a five by five. So essentially like a walk-in closet. That's average. That is, and, then, and then our largest unit that we have on this site is a 10 by 30. So wow. uh, yeah, it's like a four to five bedroom house. So if you're like removing or redoing your whole house, you can put all your stuff here, well, redo the house. The and- real estate market 
market's a little crazy these days. You might have to, you know, sell before you find the new one. And I will tell you that aesthetically, this place is beautiful. I, when you and I were driving down the street, so it's on Commerce in Florence. If anybody knows, it's kind of like tucked away right behind Tom Gill Chevrolet. But the crazy thing is, is that aesthetically, it looks like a spa. It's so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And we'll uh, post some pictures. Yeah, we'll get us some pics. But I wanted to ask, why did you guys feel the need to throw five hundred bucks towards cranes to computers? Was there a special, you know, a moment that that spoke to you? I mean, in general, we like to give back to the community as much as we can. Uh, we have three kids who are in the area. We have a fifteen-year-old who goes to Campbell County. We have a six-year-old who goes to Calvary Christian, and then we have a little two-year-old who will be coming up behind, right? And we know how many times it's really difficult for schools, right, to keep up, to have enough stuff. Um, and so we wanted to give back and give that chance for those kids to have the same things that our kids have been lucky enough to have. Love that. All right. So if people want to be a part of everything Cardinal Storage, where can they find you? So the best place to find us is obviously online. It's at www.cardinal, like the bird, storage.com. Uh, or alternatively, you can find us on Facebook. Hi, but- and the kids so, are trying to escape. So uh, you guys know Kevin, her friend at the lake. Yeah, and then, you guys know Kevin from Norris. And then you have a really famous neighbor, too. So Roy, we found out that Roy uh, actually lives right across the street from us. So we Roy, did, the afternoon Roy, guy? Roy, the afternoon guy. We weren't sure who he was have for a while. Have you seen him out and about in his Speedo yet? He, I'll tell you what, yes, we have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he's got big plans for Halloween. We were just oh, talking nice. about it yesterday. So I know that the neighborhood over there uh, has a big uh, Halloween. A lot of kids and yeah. doing that. So he's got plans. So just and he's alert. also known to throw a lemonade stand up every now and then, too. We've, spot, we've, we've definitely participated in the lemonade stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So it's cardinalstorage.com. Correct. All right. Rush Hour Road Trip. We'll throw it back to the studio. We might hang out here for a little bit and get a massage or something in the spa. <laughs> no. No, but where's our next stop? We're heading over to... Uh, uh, I think we're going to Cold Springs. We're going to go to Seasons, a retirement home, right? Adult. <laughs> That'll be good. We'll What's for breakfast? Oatmeal. Oatmeal. Yeah. Oatmeal. All right. It's 7.39. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Would you smile in a mugshot? Also, how not to get scammed when buying online. It is Tuesday, the 29th of August of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. And before we get to those stories, I'm actually going to lead off with some news that is making the news. Uh, Hurricane Adalia in Florida. Yeah, this is looking a bit like a mess. They have evacuation zones set up for residents along the west coast of Florida and across some of the barrier islands down there. Hurricane experts saying that the most extreme impacts will happen uh, right across that big bend of Florida. I kind of call the armpit when the storm makes landfall on Wednesday morning, they're saying. Tomorrow morning around this time. Uh, But uh, some impacts will be felt throughout nearly the entire western coast of the state from Panama City all the way down to Key West once that wind and rain begins to spread on shore and even much farther inland across parts of the southeast and mid-Atlantic as the Dahlia treks across the region and then eventually back out to sea. But they got a state of emergency down there issued for 46 counties, issued by the governor. Uh, to put that into perspective, that's nearly 70% of the state of Florida covering wow. high population centers like St. Pete, Tampa, Fort Myers. Yeah. That'll uh, be fun. Areas. That'll be a nice, fun mess. Uh, but they're saying right now it's Category 1. They they believe it will intensify rapidly. 
saying that Adalia is expected to make landfall as a Cat 3. Wow. By the time it hits land. So that would be, what, sustained winds between 111 and 129 miles an hour. And there is some risk that the storm could intensify even more than that prior to it, it, it hitting land. They say it's not out of the realm of possibilities that it could intensify to a Category 4, but they're pretty certain at least a 3. So given that potential, experts are strongly recommending that friends, family, anybody you know down there, residents, uh, people vacationing across the western and northern parts of Florida should take extreme caution, adhere to any evacuations and safety warnings from officials, and naturally we'll continue to keep an eye on it down there. Yeah, I mean, we flew into to California right into the middle of where everything was going down, and our flights, we, we were like, we the, the original path of the storm was supposed to hit at like 1 a.m., and we were flying in at like 10 a.m. that morning. Wow. And we're like, yeah, the days leading up, we're like, oh, God, do we do we change our flight? Do we, no, let's wait it out. Let's wait it out. And the storm. I thought it would have been flooding or washed out roads. Right, right. That was the big concern. And mudslides, of course, are right. always fun. Sure. So we watched and we waited and we watched, and then the storm picked up speed, and it ended up coming in like seven or eight hours before what they thought it was going to. So we ended up coming in right behind it. Now, luckily, we flew into Ontario California, and there wasn't a lot there. We had some friends that flew into Palm Springs. Different story. Flew flying in the same time we were flying in, actually a little bit later. A lot of washed out roads and flooding in Palm Springs. Yeah, there was a lot of flooding in Palm Springs. But everywhere that we went, you know, we we got really lucky that none of the areas that we were going to were affected. People in Palm Springs were like, what what is this falling from the sky? Yes, that's what, I mean, that's what these people are freaking out about. We got more rain in one day than we get in a year. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you made it to and from yes. without any major issues yes. or hindrances. <laughs> well, our flight we had a we had a little hindrance yesterday. We um, flying out of Ontario yesterday morning at like seven thirty, and of course we have a connecting flight in Dallas. Get on the plane. We're sitting on the plane. We're getting ready to back. Literally, like getting and the electricity goes out. Oh God! So we sit there and it gets really, really hot, really hot, really fast. So oh, they yeah. get us off the plane. So we're off the plane for like an hour. Well, that's good. At least they got you. They off got the us plane. off the it's plane. Been sitting on the tarmac. Like yes, that. this is very anxiety-inducing for my son, though. Oh, uh, yeah. So then they're like, "Okay, get back on the plane." So then we're getting back on the plane, and we're on the ramp to get on the plane. They're like, "Um, turn around, go back Never out." Never mind. <laughs> the electricity is out again. Oh, jeez. So at this point, he's really freaking out, right? Yeah. And they ultimately decide it was an electrical issue at the gate. Not with the plane. Oh. So they just moved the plane to another gate. And then we no were. No issues there. But we were still like two and a half, three hours delayed. So our connection was real tight when we got to Dallas. But we made it. But uh, huh. that's a big airport, Dallas. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And then, so if you land in A and you got to catch your next flight at D. It's going to take you a It's going to take you a minute. Yeah. But. Um, Did you pack yeah. your patience? I packed as much patience as I possibly could. Good. Yes. Good. All right. Feeling rested? <laughs> No, <laughs> that's think so. no. Didn't sound like it. <laughs> nope. Yeah, a new poll found the average American spends 27 minutes getting ready for bed unless we fall asleep first because we're that exhausted. Mm. Then it's zero minutes. Falling asleep before doing your nightly routine is common, and young people are the most likely to do it. Uh, most common bedtime blunders: 
falling asleep while scrolling on your phone. Yeah. 51% of the respondents said that that happens, but when they limited that, when when they isolated it to just Gen Zers, it was like 68%. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot more. Also, forgetting to brush your teeth and wash your face. Again, Gen Z tops the list at 53%. Yeah. Falling asleep without saying goodnight. I kind of did that last night. I went upstairs to get ready for bed with the intention of getting ready for bed. And then I was going to hang down and be social. And then I I was just so tired. I'm like, I'm just going to crawl in. Yeah. And that was it. Hmm. Forgetting to turn off the TV or set a timer. Uh, Falling asleep with your clothes on. It's the worst. Yeah. (laughs) 47% of Gen Zers do it. Sleeping in a bra. Sleeping in a bra is just torture. Forgetting to set an alarm. Uh, Falling asleep with the lights on. Falling asleep with your glasses on or contacts in. Oh, that's that's not good. You don't want to sleep. Mm -hmm. You don't want to fall asleep with your contacts in. 31% of us, though, sometimes do that. They also ask people to name the top things they think about in bed to help them fall asleep. Yeah. Top answers were our favorite moments from the day, mm-hmm. our family, and strangely, work actually made that list. Really? Like preparing a mental checklist for the next day, Yeah, I would imagine. I can see that. Yeah. So you have that. Uh, meanwhile, apparently, a lot of Americans have so-called controversial food preferences. How are food preferences controversial? Well... When you look at, like, take a food that somebody may just hate with a passion, but other people, like Fritch and Tim, love. Okay. Like black licorice. Okay. And that was only the second most divisive. Anchovies were the most controversial. 50% really? of people hate them. Huh. Yeah, our country is divided on anchovies. Anchovies. 50-50, just about. Well, I mean, I don't like them, but I don't get feisty about it. Followed by black licorice. Uh, then you have oysters. Never had one, never want one. That slimy thing, sliminess factor. Not my jam. You won't try nope. anything just once. Nope. <laughs> one tiny little oyster. No. <laughs> you could nope. love it. I know, I know. And it's so funny because I just spent this past week with my picky eater son who we have never been able to get like a, a big, he has preferred foods and it's a very small number. And he pretty much eats the same thing every day. For him. I mean, it's much bigger than it used to be for years. There were only four foods that he ate. Now, you know, it was expanded to, you know, three or four times that. But I just spent a week with him in California and I was just like coming up with a list of how many different foods he tried. And we're like over, I don't know, 30 different foods. Oh, that's good. He tried. It's not, it's a freaking miracle is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just amazing. And so he was wanting to eat stuff that I don't even like, like, you know, vegetables. Vegetables? (laughs) Yes. Yes. He was eating vegetables. He likes vegetables. He was eating vegetables. He wanted black olives. So here you go, kid. Have some black olives. Yeah. It was really crazy. I don't love olives. Not a fan, not even green ones. I like the green ones. Yeah. Yeah. Capers. Well, how about capers? I'm not even really sure what capers are. What are capers? I don't know. They're like these little thingies. 
yeah. that are kind of sour. Yeah. Tangy. Well, I don't, is it supposed to be like a dessert? Here. I don't know. Mm. Okra. Now that is a vegetable, correct? Correct. Okay. Like Brussels a, sprouts, root vegetable. Okra, isn't it like an off-white, creamy colored looking thing? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. Brussels sprouts. No. I'm trying to. I really am trying to if you prepare them right. Yeah. Fennel. Oh, there, there are olives. Yeah, olives, olives are on there. Oh, how about mushrooms? No, slimy. It's the slimy factor. I like, I've always liked mushrooms. Yeah. Cilantro. I love cilantro. I love the, the, the aroma of cilantro. Yeah. But there are some people who feel like it, see, I think, I feel like it's got sort of a limey essence and other people think it smells like soap. Huh. Uh, coconut. That's another one. I'm not a big fan of coconut. I like pickles if they're dill. And mayonnaise. We're very divided on our mayonnaise. Yeah. Well, Hellman's is mayonnaise. Miracle Whip is not mayonnaise. Nope. No. It's salad dressing. It is not correct. That's so on the thing. Yes. Now, chances are you might love at least one thing on that list because 37% of people say they have controversial food preferences, meaning they love something that most people hate or they hate something most people love. And 68% of people say they can't stand a certain food because of its smell. And then other people say, like you said, about mushrooms and oysters, the texture. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing about it is food preferences are not always forever. Because there's a lot of things that I hated as a kid. Oh, sour cream and mayonnaise were two on my list. (laughs) I wanted no part of sour cream and mayonnaise. And now they're two of my most favorite things on the planet. Yeah, you have like bowlfuls of them, I right? Do. I just walk by with a spoon and just, just go to slap town. it in my mouth. Yeah. Sixty nine percent of people say they've initially disliked a food and later grew to enjoy it. <laughs> so now you know. Now you know. Yeah. Later on, we'll talk about things that like you hated as a kid, but now love as an adult. We'll have that later in the next hour. Because, okay. you know, we change so much as we adults. We do. Okay. Pumpkin spice lattes are out there. But this is even more exciting. Now a totally different orifice can enjoy those fall flavors. Oh, Pumpkin boy. spice butt wipes <laughs> are now a thing. Nice. Yeah, the company Dude Wipes is making pumpkin spice butt wipes. And wow. they're calling them Dumpkin Spice Dumpkin? Wipes. Oh, that's cute. Dumpkin. I yeah. get it. I like it. According to the description, they're designed to, quote, keep your butt cozy with a pumpkin spice-inspired mix of clove, nutmeg, and other false scents. <laughs> they posted a picture of a pumpkin spice. Oh, I'm sorry. They posted a picture of a pumpkin with the date 9523 carved in it. So I'm guessing that's when they officially drop when it's coming. But you can already, you can get them on Amazon right now. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, but I guess they hit the stores on September 5th. But the funny thing is, it's actually something Dude Wipes joked about doing a few years back. They, they posted a fake photo of pumpkin spice butt wipes in 2019. And uh, I guess enough people said, no, dude, seriously, you should do that. <laughs> Could we do? Is there yes. a way? To do it? Is there a way? Let's look into it. You got to be real careful what you put in those wipes because that's a sensitive area. I know? had you that same to, thought. You know, you definitely don't want like peppermint. 
Right. Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah. So don't. So anyway, Dumpkin wipes. Dumpkin. <laughs> and also this morning, a former U.S. president, we won't name names, opted not to smile in his mugshot last week. So a new poll looked into what the average American would do in that situation. I, you know, that's a tough one because I mean, what expression, what looks good in a mugshot? Well. Do you want to show some remorse? Do you want to have the face like the eyes that say, man, I really am sorry I did that. Please forgive me. Or do you want the smirk or the grin that says, oh, they're, they think they can beat this. You know, or they're a little arrogant or full of themselves. Or, right. Right. Or do you want the look of, oh, my God, I've been unjustly accused look. Or do you want the look that you're pissed off that this is happening to you? Well, personally, I don't relish the thought of having to spend money on an attorney and have to take <laughs> time off work. Yeah. And have this potentially in the papers or on yeah. television. Sure. Um, so if I screwed up, if I did something illegal, uh-huh. uh huh, and you are guilty, let's say you are guilty, assuming I'm yes. guilty, I'm yes. n- I'm not in a very smiling mood. Correct. And I know that the judge is going to see that mugshot, so I I don't think looking smug is going to help me in that right. situation. That's just me because right. I've seen people, I've seen criminals who mm-hmm. did that. Yeah. And then they go down. Oh, yeah. And they're not smiling anymore. They're not smiling anymore. So, I don't know. If you're feeling that confident, go for it. Remember, I immediately had this vision of Ben Affleck in that movie Gone Girl. Remember, his wife is missing. And he suspects that there's something fishy going on. And he's about to get blamed for it, right? Right. But and he's standing in the press and her parents are, are talking about, please bring her home. Bring home Amy. And he's standing there with the parents and they go to start taking pictures and he smiles. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And his sister is like, what are you doing? Right. Why are you smiling? I don't know. I just my mouth just went. Yeah, I, I, I bet I, that happens a lot. I don't know that that's helpful. I <laughs> understand if you feel like you are being wrongly accused, uh-huh. and you are one hundred percent certain you're going to be acquitted. Yeah, you're feeling kind. You want to roll that dice? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Someone call. asked thirty thousand people if you were having your mugshot taken, would you smile? And about one out of four said yes. Twenty four percent would smile for their mugshot. said definitely not. That's the other thing. Like, you got to consider, this could, like, what if this is a jury trial? Right. Even if I'm wrongly accused. Right. And I know I'm not guilty. Yeah. I'm still not happy about going through this. Right. Oh, yeah. That's not fun. Sully's my reputation. Sure. And now I got to overcome that. You can't unring this bell. Right. And I don't want the jury to think that I think that this is a joke and I'm right. not taking it seriously. Correct. Have a little reverence and respect in the courtroom, that kind of thing. I just had another vision <laughs> of someone that we know 
that, and it it's not funny. She got busted for a DUI for plowing through a construction site that oh, was God, closed in the middle that. of the night, yes, right? Yes, yes. And she's a very attractive woman right. who worked in media. Yep. And the picture of her, do you remember her mugshot? Oh, it's horrible. Oh, my God. Her hair was so frazzled and her makeup is just running all over. I mean, you took one look at her and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, she she's guilty. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, she's hammered. Mess. You could tell it yeah. was bad. You don't want that mugshot either because, no, you know, no. mugshot, people love a good mugshot like that. Even if you don't know the person, have no clue who they are. Oh, yeah. You still, remember the dude that was that really beautiful man and people were going crazy over his mugshot. He had, he had the dark skin and the beautiful piercing blue eyes and women were like, ah, who oh, is yeah. this? The, he was some kind of robber. He was he, like a I don't know if he robbed what a it bank was? or it was a home invasion or what it was, but, but yeah, he was like, yeah, he held up someone at gunpoint. Yeah, and all these women <laughs> like wanted to date him. Charges I know, something. and then didn't he end up getting like a modeling gig for a little while or something out of that, out of his mug? Yeah, no, I'll give him that. He was a good looking <laughs> dude. <laughs> so I guess if you got it, it could be an opportunity. <laughs> Young people are much more likely to say they'd smile. Yeah, uh, only fourteen percent of seniors would. But but men were the ones who were more likely to say yes. Twenty nine percent of men compared to twenty percent of women. Yeah. But like all the other photos that we have taken, like our driver's license photos and stuff like that, we do tend to smile in other official photos. Yeah. But I had to have my uh, passport picture taken recently, and they're very adamant about not smiling, and I had to take my glasses off, mm-hmm. and it's the worst possible look for you because I've got resting bitch face anyway. Yeah. So. Hmm. You know, you add that to it, and it's just, it kind of looks like a mugshot. Yeah. Tim Tim once put a post of all of our passport photos, and they all looked, I mean, none of them were really none of them were flattering. Good. They weren't great, no. <laughs> all right, speaking of Tim and Fritch, on the road, rush hour, road trip. We'll check back in with them after the break. But first, check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Hey, good morning, Jeff and Jen. It's stop number two on our rush hour road trip this morning. We are in Alexandria. Yes, this is Seasons at Alexandria. And I will tell you, this is a very, very beautiful place. Gretchen and the amazing staff here did our $500 donation to crayons to computers here. And we have Geneva with us. She is 99 years old. 99 years young, I should say. There you go. There you go. (laughs) And you're going to be in the parade this weekend. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so you're going to be riding in the Alexandria Fun Day Parade, I hear? Mm-hmm. Do you like to wave to everybody as you drive around? Of course. We holler to everybody. What do you yell? Hey, <laughs> Kentucky. What's what would that what, what could say? Yeah, yeah, you could say do you, that. Do you throw any candy or anything? Yeah, Tootsie rolls? Yeah, or? they, they take, the staff takes candy, and uh, all the staff that walks out there, they give candy to the kids and everything. That's cool. What's, yeah. what's, what's your favorite type of candy? Oh, I'm not very much on candy. Okay. No, she's ready to go eat breakfast. She do, you, you don't like zucchini bread either because have, they have a, a little... Give that away. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody made her a bread. She don't like it, so she's going to pass it on. What are some of the delicious meals that you guys have here at Seasons Alexandria? What do we have? Fried chicken? Oh, You know, Jeff that I work with is a big fan of the fried chicken. But I like the ribs. Oh, I hear you. Ribs and chicken? This place is awesome. (laughs) Well, that's 
All we ate, though. Well, and the strawberry rhubarb pie, you oh, guys. Oh, that. sign me up. <laughs> now you're talking. Pull me up a chair. You know, yeah, that's the best. That's now my favorite pie. Oh, language. we like that. Yeah. That's his love language, rhubarb. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you do. Get this banana bread out of here. We're going for the pie. <laughs> that's right. So, Gretchen, what do you guys do at Seasons? Because, I mean, I know that Tim, his husband, used to work at Seasons Kenwood. Yeah. Right. He, he used to drive them around in their Cadillacs, go grocery oh, sure. shopping. Oh, yeah. We, Slop up the rice pudding and stuff. Yeah. So, we are a continuing care community. Uh, We have short-term rehab, we have long-term, we have personal care, which is um, independent, like like assisted living, um, for memory care, for folks that are a little bit more independent, we run the whole continuum of care. Well, for 99 years old, you are a rock star. Yes. (laughs) She my buddy. She my friend. Yeah. Well, thank you for the $500 donation. Was there something that was calling to you to do that? Yes, I was driving to work in the storm. I had you guys on, and we were having some, you know, just day-to-day stuff. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is something I have to do. What's more deserving? Uh, healthcare workers that need a little love and kids that need a little bit of help in the schools. Preach so what, it. What a great way to marry the generationals. I love that. Yes, for sure. And now we're going to take a tour and see if we can get a slice of that pie. <laughs> <laughs> can we check my sugar, too, while we're at it? Oh, we can check your sugar. Okay. We can do everything. Okay, Dual check his blood pressure. Nope, nope, don't do that. No, they, they know. They, they'll come look at me. They're like, do we need to check your blood pressure? Yeah, I got the white coat syndrome times 10. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I just have the anxiety. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, we'll throw it back to the studio. This is awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for having us, Gretchen. And our next stop is going to be the Brown Dog Marketplace in Cold Spring, I believe. Yeah, just down the street. Yeah. Was there a song you wanted to request for uh, the radio show? A sing? Yeah. So Happy something you... birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. That's a good I'll, one. I'll be, I, I, yeah, when I get to be. Yeah, you know any Perry Como? Oh, yeah. What is he? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be 100 in April, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll have to come back for a little celebration. Yeah, so we'll have to bring a cake and sing to you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we'll have a blast. We'll have a blast. We're at Seasons, <laughs> Alexandria. <laughs> Rush okay. Hour Road Trip, Q102. Yeah. All right. Yeah? There they go. She outlived Bob Barker, man. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, here are some tips to keep you safe. When you're buying or selling items through platforms like Facebook Marketplace and OfferUp, if it's in, we've heard Nine News consumer reporter John Matteris drill these into our heads over the years, but it's these are good reminders. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And that holds true whether you're buying or selling something. I can't even tell you how many times I've gotten sucked into a deal that sounded too good to be true and have ordered something and ended up. Remember when I got the two things of powder and I was all nervous about it and I had the sheriff's apartment with drug-sniffing dogs at my house? Yep. And it turned out to be some stupid mold thing that I had ordered off of of Facebook. That's happened more than once. If someone offers you a lot more money than what you're asking for an item, you should be suspicious. Okay. Also, the payment method is kind of weird or suspect. Like, if the seller insists on payment methods like wire transfers, 
cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. or prepaid gift cards, that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Now, using Venmo isn't necessarily a sign of a scam, but if they require a payment before you can see or pick up the item, that's obviously bad. That's a no. Yeah. In general, the safest thing to do is to pay for your item in cash when you pick it up in person. Yeah. Okay, here I am. This is the item. Let me look at it. Let me touch it. Let's see what we're dealing with. Here's your money. Here you go. Like, I I don't know if, you know, when you're purchasing from a a website or a business and ordering something like that online, is it, are they usually legit if they have PayPal? Because I've kind of always, if you can pay with PayPal. Yes. Does that generally mean that they're a legit business or? Yeah, generally speaking, I think in most cases, and I I believe you're protected with PayPal. Yeah. That if you get ripped off. Right. Because I've done that before. It's like I've made a purchase with a credit card, and then I'm like, you know, on places that were kind of like I wasn't sure that might be kind of iffy. I'm like, you know, they didn't have PayPal. Oh, I wish I had PayPal for that. Yeah, I wish yeah. I used PayPal. For yeah, had the opportunity. To use yeah, PayPal. yeah. Now, sometimes you're negotiating with or you're setting up a deal with someone, and all of a sudden the communication just feels off yeah poor communication can sometimes be a giveaway that you're talking to a scammer or a scammer from another country who maybe does not speak english as a first language Mm -hmm. or if they want to take the conversation off the app and to a private text thread instead that's suspicious that's a red flag Something else to consider. All the images of the item you're thinking of buying are stock photos. Mm. It's a bad sign if the seller's photos all look like they were pulled from the internet. Yeah. So in that case, asking for additional photos or even a video can help verify the listing's authenticity. And a user who doesn't have a profile photo... Uh, this person, so-and-so, Mr. Cell Guy, has no profile photo. Could be a bad sign there as well. Mm-hmm. And the fifth and final, they're not willing to meet in person. If possible, you should plan to meet in person in a safe public place to examine the item before paying for it. If they refuse to meet up with you or if they make excuses as to why they can't meet up with you, take a pass. Take a pass. Okay. Good advice. Let Good go. to know. Good yep. to think about. There you go. That's the best some I can us, leave you. Yeah, because some of us like to shop, you know, in all kinds of different places and all different kinds of ways. Well, there's nothing wrong with shopping. No, no. looking around, just seeing what's out there. Just want to shop smart. There's anything you don't might be, need. Don't be susceptible. Nope. All right. 816. Coming up. Your shot at a thousand bucks, the one K letter of the day, is coming up next. Haley is in need of a second date update this morning. And as always, we're gonna try to help her out. Hi, Haley. Hi, thanks so much for taking my call. Um I'm recently divorced and I just got back into the dating game again. It's really challenging, as I'm sure you've heard, or you know, personally, I'm not sure, but I have kids, so that also makes it challenging. I would imagine. There aren't a lot of men out there who are looking for, you know, instant family. But um, 
I'm good with dating guys who have young kids too. And that seems to be who I keep matching with. And I've gone out with a few guys and it's, it's been okay. But then I think that would be so hard. Like if I were, if I were a, a young mom and I had a couple of little kids and the thought of dating another guy who also has a couple of little kids and then blending a family where there would be times that in my house there would be four or five kids, all of which I am at least half responsible for, <laughs> if not fully responsible for, because right. I'm the only one with them. That to me, but I'm I'm a person that wouldn't be able. There are people out there that love that kind of Together chaos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in my mind, it feels like well, chaos. Well, I know of a couple that had the advantage of the kids already knowing each other. Like, they were oh. previously married, but their kids went to the same school system. So, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until later they started dating. That so, that was an easy, probably initially. I mean, could you imagine all of a sudden living first. with your classmates? Well, yeah. <laughs> didn't happen that quickly. Yeah. Brady Bunch scenario. But, so, yeah. And you'd be good with that. I mean, you like there being a lot of kids around. You like that kind of. Activity. Yeah, it, yeah. If 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 I hit it off with the 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 dad, you know, sure. if 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 we had a connection. See, I think I'd be good with that too. Like, I think it would be hard for me to think about somebody disciplining my kid or you know having serious conversations with them if I wasn't around. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I would be good with other people's kids doing mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You know, just having them all yeah. there. Yeah, that's a lot of. I noise. like it. <laughs> it's just yeah. A lot. I think. It, you, it would be totally different if it were to actually happen, but I'm open to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've gone out with a few of them and it's, it's been okay, but I then met this guy that I really felt a connection with and we met on match. We went out twice. And the first time we went for coffee, we sat and we talked for over an hour. And the second time we had dinner and it was really great. We had so much to talk about. He has a daughter the same age as mine, six, and it sounds like they're a lot alike. Uh, it's it's they they're really similar in their taste. They like a lot of the same things, which would be so cool. Like you were saying, if we became a blended family, so that was that was really cool. Now I I I didn't say that of course out loud because I didn't want it to make it sound like I was obsessed or planning our wedding or anything. But I I I. Uh, did think about whether like our kids would get along like y'all were saying but i i think that we're super compatible and that there's chemistry and we didn't we didn't go home together because it would have been awkward at either of our houses and we both had babysitters so it just wasn't a good idea he did joke about us having to sneak out of town on a weekend or something so it seems like that's where his head was going as well and i took that as a good sign and we kissed and i thanked him for a great night and he said he'd talk to me soon and that's been five days ago, and I haven't heard anything. And I know mm. life can get in the way, and it's hard when you have a small child. So I decided to text and reach out and make the move, and I haven't heard anything. And so it's just kind of driving me crazy because it's the first date in a while where I've actually felt something, you know, felt that connection. And it sounded like we were really compatible, and the chemistry was there. And I'm trying not to obsess but so do you both hard. do both of you have, you know, the typical joint custody arrangement or, you know, does one of you have full custody? I mean, how much how much time does he have the kids? I'm not certain about that. Um, I have pretty much full custody of mine, but that's a good question. So it could be a kid thing. Like and like I said, I'm trying not to be 
too aggressive, but when you feel that there's a connection, you don't want to let it go away. And I feel like life, particularly with kids, you wake up and it's July, you know? Right. And I don't, I don't want that to happen. Well, and sometimes guys just need a little nudge. That's yeah. true. Hey, buddy, over yeah. here. Five days is a long time to wait for that, though. Isn't it funny when we first started doing second date update, it was like two weeks. Yeah. People would wait two I weeks heard until they caught it. Just, mm-hmm. And now it's like, it's been two days. It's instant <laughs> right. gratification, Jen. Well, there's just so much technology. Yeah. You know, there's no media, excuse not to get a hold yeah. of somebody. Or yeah. at least, like, yeah. reach out, acknowledge yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. You can just send a thumbs up for the love of Pete. Like, who doesn't Wave. have Marco Polo? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I exactly. didn't even know what that was when she was talking about no. it. I thought we were still talking about the child's game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the swimming pool game. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will call Joseph and see what he thought of Haley and his date with her. And if there's any hope of these two reconnecting as Second Date Update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, so both Haley and Joseph are divorced and have kids. Haley is fairly new to the dating scene, and it's tough, you know, when you got kids, especially when you're dating other people with kids, just trying to figure out if there's any potential for merging the two. And there's a lot of implications here, but this was the first guy she felt a real connection to, real compatibility, a lot in common. And after, what, five days now, she's a little concerned because he hasn't reached back out. In fact, she... Made the bold move of texting him and saying, hey, really enjoyed your company. Would love to see you again. But the last time she talked to him, the last thing he said to her was talk to you soon. Soon is not five days ago, people. Mm-hmm. Right. Soon is what? 24 hours? Yeah. I think within even 48 12, for maybe. sure. Yeah. Okay. Even I mean, I'm going to give you one day of like slack. The next day for sure we got to talk. And then she's going to hunt you down. Yes. <laughs> I've already started stalking you. So, Haley, we're going to call Joseph if you're ready. I'm ready. Let's call Joseph. Hello. Hi, Joseph. Uh, Hi. Who's this? So glad we caught you. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you, man? Like Jeff and Jen radio show. Yes, sir. Uh, yep. You or your kids ever get a chance to listen? Uh, we do, and I hope this is not what I think it is. Because I know I'm going to sound like a d- after this. Oh. Oh no, 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 no. Update, update. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Are you going to tell us that? Look, I'm a busy dad. I'm just not really ready for a relationship. My kids require too much time and attention, and mm-hmm. I just don't have room uh, in my life for love. I mean, I, I would love to, to say that's what it is. Um, I'm guessing this is about Haley. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. It's about Haley. Yeah, we, we had a great time. Um, Haley's a sweet woman. I, I think we were very compatible, um, and there was a lot of potential. We both, we both have kids and both divorced, and, you know, it could be a really good fit. Um, went out for coffee, and everything was great. But, it feels um, like he's just... building up for something really bad. Like she said something so? horrible. Oh, God. Something obviously has something happened. Something offensive. Or something bot. terrible happened. Well, because he said, I'm going to be a dick. He's going to sound like a dick, yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm trying not to be one. I'm just going to sound like one, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> well, not everybody yeah, does. It's all in the delivery, Joseph. Right. 
so you had the coffee date and so far so good, right? Yeah, no, it was great. She was sweet. It was a lot of fun. And she wore this Lily Pulitzer outfit that was, you know, it was really nice. But that's just what left the bitter taste in my mouth. You know, it looked, she looked great, but I just, I just can't stand those, those outfits. Those are, <laughs> l- l- let me explain it. I, she, we went out again and she wore another Lily Pulitzer outfit. Oh. I'm impressed that you even know what Lily Pulitzer is. And how would you describe it? I don't know. I think it's like an old woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be great for like a throwback party or something, but not for an everyday attire. And well, now, how do up. you know she wears it every day? Maybe it's just special occasions. Well, it was it was both times we went out, and I end up stalking her Facebook page, and she wears that all the time. Every single photo, she had that outfit or one of those Lily Poulter outfits, and her little, she makes her little girl wear it too, and oh, the mommy and me. Yeah, maybe she's an influencer for the brand. Maybe she got sucked into selling it and has just ten thousand dollars worth of crap at home. Oh, kind of like Lularoe. Well, you know, if you work in retail, you oftentimes you have to wear what the store is selling. That's true. Oh, maybe she works there. Yeah. Maybe. If she's wearing making her daughter wear it, and it's like a mommy and me thing. But you know what? Also, my mom wears. Lily Poulter all the time. So that's why she's 70. This is old lady clothes. We just hit the nail on that right there. That's the trigger because mom wears them. And so he associates it with. Well, I think then she would get along really great with your mom. Aww. (laughs) How's your relationship with your mom, Joseph? It, it's fine, but I don't want I don't want to introduce her to my mom, and then they both end up wearing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Twin, that would be incredible. Okay, I thought it was weird that he was just like, "This is the reason why you don't want to go out with someone that's otherwise really cool and fun and relatively compatible." Or at least she seemed to think so, unless there's something else about her that was off-putting to you. Mm. I mean, who wears the same thing every day? Well, Jen does. Why don't you find something that's true? <laughs> I like to mix it up, but yeah, I'm, I'm not all I that mean, different. I mean, I'm on their website right now, and not all of these are old lady patterns. Some of them are really cute, yeah, and I mean, they make solid colors. I mean, I grant you, okay, they're very popular in Florida with the older ladies, but they're very springy this time of year, no? It's a pretty, I mean, it's... A couple a- of them even show the belly. I've never shopped Lily Pulitzer, but I've walked by the department many times, and I've wondered, is that something that I, you know, would be in my wheelhouse? And I have never I spotted you, anything from the outskirts that pulled me right in. If I bought pink. you a Lily Pulitzer outfit, Jen, would you wear it to work one day? <laughs> yes. Yes, she Just would. Just for you, I'll find the perfect pair of shoes. That'd be great. Yeah, you pick the ensemble. Yes, <laughs> and I'll do it. Right. I got one mm-hmm. for you right here. I could not have predicted this. Yeah. Are you yeah. 79 years old and live in Ocala? <laughs> That's so not I'm nice. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really offended. Um, I didn't realize that you were a fashion expert, and it's also incredibly shallow. I feel like it's really shallow and kind of petty. Lots of women my age wear really Pulitzer, and I, I personally love it. I love the floral patterns. I think the cut is actually very high fashion, and it's not cheap. Also, I don't force my child to wear it. She likes it. Like, she goes to those clothes in the closet to wear them. And I think it's great that your mom wears them. She sounds like someone I would get along with. I think it's kind of a throwback. It has, like, some vintage feel. And now I'm completely turned off. So. Haley, my mom is old, okay? These are old lady clothes. You're a beautiful girl. You should be wearing something age-appropriate. 
The God I hate the that word. So do I. Age appropriate. Oh, your mom's says old. who? It sounds like also you don't respect your mother much. Well, and I hate it when people say you should be wearing anything. I know that moral imperative is just just the word right. should overall. I love it when people tell me what I should or should not be doing. Oh. It doesn't matter what age you are. I, I mean, I. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm a huge I'm proponent of wear what you want, wear what you, what feels good, wear what you enjoy yeah. wearing. Uh, I don't care how old you are. I mean, that's not to say that some people don't look ridiculous in their outfits because, well, one person might think that or more people might think that. Are but you saying I, I still, couldn't pull off Lily Well, Pulitzer? you know what? Here's the thing, Jeff, is <laughs> I, I might look could. at you and think you look ridiculous yeah. in this Lily Pulitzer. Right. And at the same time, I would say you love it. You rock it, babe. There you go. Yeah, You'd be happy. Joy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew I was going to sound like a How can I win this? Well, listen, we asked, you gave us an honest answer, and you're entitled we to your that. opinion. Yeah. Yep. Well, I just, Haley, I, again, you're, you're beautiful. Things really could have worked out if you just made some better decisions. <laughs> Holy moly. Oh, wow. Well, Thanks, I'm bye. Uh, wow. I think I dodged a bullet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Joseph, thank you for taking the call and for having the conversation with us. And Haley. Rock on. You're going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to do great. You know, I'm on the website, and there are some very sexy swimsuits on here. I mean, yes. th- if his mom's wearing this, hello. I mean, hello. Yeah, that's a nice. Can't see the bottom of the screen. She's got a skirt. It's it comes got a lot of cleave. It. No, that's it. It's okay. just, you know. That's nice. Solid mm-hmm. navy color there. Nice little and lattice the, opening the there down to the navel. <laughs> and the cut of the dresses, they're just very classic and flattering. I mean, that's why one reason why I stick to them, because it doesn't, I always feel attractive in the cut of yeah. the. Yeah, the, and when you find a brand that has a cut that fits you well, then you it's, right. you, just, you just stick with it. Yeah, just stick with it. It's old lady clothes. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll, I'll date my mom's friends if I want to see someone wearing that. Okay. But again, bye. You've got to stop. Bye, bye. guys. Okay, see ya. Bye. That right. should be kind of awesome if you did. All right. If you need a little help with a second date update, just send us an email. Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Uh, coming up, we're going to check in with Fritch and Tim, who are doing a number of rush hour road trips this morning, plus... Pumpkin spice butt wipes are here. Woohoo! Oh, joy. <laughs> Some of the day's news that didn't make the news is coming up. Hey, Jessica, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Doing all right. So, if you won $1,000, mm-hmm. what would be the first thing you'd spend it on? And would you use oh. PayPal or Venmo? Mm. <sighs> Venmo is always best. And. It would probably go right to the kids. Oh, right. Though they're expensive, you know it. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. You gotta feed them. You gotta buy them clothes. Every you gotta take them places. Too. I know. <laughs> A lot of freaking work. <laughs> now, when you pay on Venmo, do you do you say what it is? Like, you, do you go into detail about what the item is, or do you do like a little emoji of a slice of pizza or something, depending on what it is? I usually put something absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with what I'm sending money for. Oh. Yeah. I was reading an article recently. It might have been in the Wall Street Journal that said you really got to keep that stuff private. Like, ideally, if you go into your Venmo preferences, mm-hmm. just you're putting a lot of information about yourself and what you spend money on. Right. So if somebody was sort of stalking you or trying to learn what your spending habits were mm-hmm. or learn things about you that maybe you don't want out there, it's good yeah. to just 
make sure those privacy settings are. I always just use emojis too. Like I don't, you know, want to give away what I'm giving them money for. Yeah, I always keep it very, very private yes. and make it something absolutely yeah. ridiculous that but, nobody would ever send me right. money for. <laughs> Why is exactly. Jen buying a camel? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> All right, well, let's see if we can win you some money here. Yeah. A thousand bucks on the line if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with the letter I'm about to reveal. Remember, you cannot use the same answer more than once, and the key right. to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. Right, Jen? Yes, that is the trick. So, right. uh, yep. Let's see what Jeff's got for you today. Yeah, we've had some, we've had a run on some good letters in yeah, a row. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which is why today that string of luck has come to an end. Oh, there it is. I don't oh, know. Oh, you, oh, maybe not. Yeah, you might be able to make this work. You could. So two things. You got the letter O. But there's more. Okay. <laughs> but there's more. However, it does say that you get an extra 10 seconds. Hey. Okay. So if you can answer 10 questions that begin with the letter O in 40 seconds or less, you will win $1,000. How about that? All right. I'm going to do my best. (laughs) So we got 40 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right. So here we go with the letter O. Name something you need a key for. Pass. Something that rots. Something that, I'm so sorry. Rots. Pass. Something green. Uh, pass. A car part. Oxygen? Uh, pass. A candy. <laughs> oh, Henry. A sports team. Orioles. A vegetable. Okra. A holiday. Pass. A pizza topping. Olives. Something you wipe. Pass. Something you need a key for. Oh, pass. Something that rots. Oranges. You need a key for your Kia Optima. Your Optima. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yes. And what orange was, oranges rot. Yeah, oranges rot. I was I actually thought okra rots, but yes, she used okra for, for a vegetable, which was really yeah. good. What was mm-hmm. question three? Something green. Oh, I had trouble with that one. Is there another car that starts with O? Uh, Opal. There you go. Yep. Uh, car, a car part. part. Odometer. Oh, yeah. Odometer. <laughs> Look at you, oh, Jeff. You are on it today. How about a holiday that starts with O? I've got nothing. I couldn't think of anything. I struggle with that. What am I missing? Something obvious. Uh, probably. Uh, holiday that starts with O. I know. I think Halloween, but that's because it's, you know, October. I just yeah. looked it up, and on August 4th, it is Obama Day. There so, you go. Oh, there you go. Now there we know. You, go. <laughs> now you know if that ever comes up again. Yes, grab a president. <laughs> right. Yeah. And does he know that? I'm not sure. Okay. We should let him know. Someone should tell him. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, Jessica. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Hey, you too. Have a great rest of your day. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Weather-wise, it's going to be nice. Partly cloudy skies. We'll see a high around 83. Right now, 63. And Denise Johnson has your latest look at traffic. (laughs) 
It has been such a fun morning. It's Tim and Fritch, the Rush Hour Road Trip. Uh, we are at our third stop. Before we introduce you to uh, who we want to talk to, we got to give a shout-out to the truck driver oh, on yeah, yeah. 75 in the southeastern truck who yes. honked at us, and we had a big smile. I'm not sure if that was my buddy Jerry or not, yes. but Southeastern, it was a red cab truck. He, like, gave us a couple of the old school, rah, rah, and we loved it. Yeah, that was so, so thank great. You. And then we saw him again on 27, <laughs> which was amazing. I know. So we're continuing our tour of Kentucky, which I, by the way, have just been enjoying so much. I just feel like I'm home. And now I am at a place that actually really makes me feel like I am home. And this is Brown Dog Marketplace. So technically, this is Cold Spring, Kentucky, right? It is Cold Spring, Kentucky. All right. And we're here with Molly. Molly, who made the donation to Crayons to Computers. She owns this incredible store. For people that don't know what it is, tell us a little bit about it. So it is a gift shop where you can come in, um, you can buy something for your husband, something for your child, something for your boss. There's something for everybody here. So if you're like, hey, I don't want to go to Target and buy the same thing that everybody else is buying, you come here. I was going to say, when I do my Christmas shopping, I've talked about this before on the show, I like to go out on a day, just me, and go to small boutiques all around the tri-state. I'm in Western Hills, I'm in Northern Kentucky, I'm in Hyde Park. Shops just like yours that have really cool things for that exact reason when everyone's opening their Christmas gifts. No one else is getting that. That's that's a one of a kind thing that Tim found. And I am seeing, I'll be back. This is now on my list. (laughs) Well, good. I appreciate it. Thank you. So you were saying like your husband, he makes a lot of the woodworking kind of things. Like you have a big charcuterie board up there and a sign that says home and like with the state of Kentucky. So he makes all of that stuff. He does. So he makes all of, when you walk through my store, you see a bunch of things that are painted, that are engraved. All those things are made by him and then engraved by me or painted by me. Um, we also have a lot of uh, local local vendors. You've like you were telling me about like, a lot of Halloween stuff in here. We got some pumpkins made out of old, old books. So you're reaching out to local people who are also creating one of a kind things. That's correct. So my goal is to support as many locally owned businesses as I can mm-hmm. um, while creating my own things and then putting in a few things here and there that aren't local. Yeah, and almost everything that I've looked at is like made in the USA or made in Kentucky. Like you have an entire shelf full of Woodford Reserve products from the bourbon cherries to the bitters. So all of that stuff is really cool because it gives it such a home feel. And I love all of the Halloween stuff. I'm looking at the Sanderson sister throw pillows. Yes, and they have some really fun like little personalized cups around the corner I saw too. So this is really definitely a place like you're right where you can find something for everyone. So right next to the fire station, Cole Cold Spring 27. Uh, you guys have a website, Facebook, Insta? Uh, Facebook and Instagram, Brown Dog Marketplace. Um, the one thing else that I wanted to add is we do workshops here in the evening. So oh, that's cool. Fun. Yeah. So you could um, all during on Facebook and Instagram, you'll see a link to sign up for events to do fall and winter door hangers. You paint your own, you bring your own food, your drinks, hang out. It's a great time. <gasps> Speaking of we drinks. do that. We have to thank you. Cheers. I'm already halfway through mine, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Nice. I know. Molly texted me. Molly messaged me and said, do you guys want some mimosas? And I was like, sure, whatever you want to do. And so she said, does anybody drink Bloody Marys? I'm like, look, if you can drink it, we will. Uh, so, so we have you uh, do whatever you want to do. A giant handle of Tito's as we walked yes. in. And a little I, pineapple juice, a little I orange juice. I may not juice. make it to the next spot. I'm just saying the two of us we'll are be immediate besties. We're going to hang out together. Yes, we will. Yeah, so thank you so much for making the donation to Crans Computers. And we're going to do a little shopping while we're All right, great. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All right, back to you guys. Yeah, coming up, uh, we got the latest on Hurricane Adalia. 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 I don't know. 
Hej Delia. And second date update. Stick around. Hey, we are live in Blue Ash. We're at First Discount Travel. I'm so excited to be here. We just keep talking about all these amazing places we can go and all the trips we've been booking. In fact, I'm going to St. Lucia very, very soon through First Discount Travel. So it's fun to actually like meet everybody and talk about how exciting everything is. And we want to say a big thank you for the $500 donation to Cranes to Computers. That's yes. why we're here making our rush hour road trip across the tri-state this morning. Yes, and we're very excited. Tim, you've booked a lot of trips through First Discount for years, Travel yeah. as well. It's really great for groups. It's great for like one-on-one if you want to spend some time with your partner. But we want to talk a little bit about what are some of the hot destinations that people can go to right now, yeah, right? Let's get everybody's name and their favorite place to send somebody. My name's Liz, and I like to send people to Disney. You're the Disney, the Disney expert? I am. All right. I'm Jerry. Uh, Costa Rica is one of my favorites, but really anywhere where you can get a nice suntan and an umbrella drink. Yeah, check out a little <laughs> bit, right? <laughs> what about you? My name's Kelly, and I love Mexico personally, and I also really enjoy Banff National Park. Ooh, Ooh. some Canadian Rockies? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. yes. So are you West Coast Mexico, East Coast Mexico? I'm an East, per- East Coast Mexico person myself. Me too, I agree. What about you? My name's Holly, and uh, I just got back from an amazing trip in Alaska, but I got to say my favorite's Ireland. Wow. Yeah. Is it the people? Is it the beer? Is uh, it the green? It's everything. It is very green, like they say. Just the people and the scenery and the castles and the Guinness beer. And yeah, it's an amazing trip. Love it. What about you? Um, my name's Deanna. And I would say, well, I do primarily groups. So that's always my specialty. But every place, warm, sunny, tropical, umbrella in the drink, yeah. sun shining. I love it. My name's Jennifer, and I do more the exotic travel. So I do Iceland, Cambodia, um, Cambodia, Thailand, uh, UAE, the, uh, Dubai, that yeah. kind of thing. So very wow. interesting. And you're getting ready to go to Dubai this coming up December, right? Yep. We have actually a local Cincinnatian who lives over there now, and we're good friends, and we've traveled for years. So I'm going to visit him. He oh my gosh! This is your first time? Nope. It'll be my third. <laughs> oh my gosh! How incredible is that? Well, one thing we've learned is when they can us at Q, we're going to call. We're going to call Jerry. And there's a couple extra desks up there in the front, just like selling Sunset. They'll just bring some new desks. They'll in just for bring us. a couch and yeah. a couple of desks. I mean, because that's the fun thing about first discount travel. You can stop by and you can set up a trip that way. But you can also reach out online and on the phone, and everyone will help you with like exactly what you want. Like my favorite thing is, you can say, "I want to go to the Caribbean," and my my budget is $5,000 and they can send you options on things that you can do. Or you can say, I don't need a foam party. I need a spa atmosphere. <laughs> or I can't wait to go to the foam yeah. party. I don't want to play beach volleyball. It doesn't matter if they don't play bingo. I definitely have to have the foam party on Thursday. And what night is the white party? <laughs> We've done this before. I know. This is so crazy. But tell us some of the hot travel destinations. Like, so, you know, there's a little bit of time between now and the end of the year. Maybe people are looking for some last minute places to go or some fun trendy places. So, Deanna, what are some really fun places people can go to? I would say, well, first of all, Europe has been hot this year. In a post-COVID world, more Europe than we've seen in a long time. But right now, it's every place warm, sunny, tropical, Caribbean, um, it's going to get cold soon, so everybody's planning ahead and looking for that warm destination. I just emailed yesterday. How far in advance should you plan a trip? Like, if you want to go, like, how far in advance should you plan? It really depends on when you're traveling. If you're traveling during those peak holiday weeks, Christmas, New Year's, should have been a couple months ago. <laughs> uh, spring break is ideal right now. There's still availability. Pricing is not going to go down. 
now's the best time to start booking spring break. What about deals that might come up real quick and you're like, well, we've got a four-day weekend coming up. Maybe I call you guys and see if I can you know, get to Cancun or someplace quick. Absolutely. I mean, again, we're always looking out for the best values for all of our clients. So, you know. Fritch and I are making lists. I know. I just keep thinking in my head, where are we going next? Where are we going next? All right. So we can find you guys online. What is the website, Liz? It is dreamhoneymoon.com or we have an fdtcincinnati.com. Love it. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, I guess maybe we'll see you guys back at the studio or we're just going to spend the rest of the afternoon here finding out where we're going to go next. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Open up these computers. Let's go. I got to call somebody and get the credit card. I'll be right back. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, Cambodia sounds really interesting. You think so? Yeah. Is that currently on your list or? Uh, uh, Yeah. It's on short list. Oh, nice. Cool. A lot of places. Japan. She mentioned Ireland. Those all sound great. All right, guys. Okay. We're trying to end the show on a high note around here. So with that, got some good news stories to share with you this morning that should put a smile on your face. Uh, I got a story here of a guy in Wisconsin who just got his wedding ring back 14 years after he lost it in a lake. Someone just found it last month and posted a photo on Facebook They gave it back after he told them that the engraving was the name of his wedding song. And the wedding song was, It's Your Love, which I'm assuming he means the Tim McGraw song. As I threw him, he grabbed my hand and pulled my platinum wedding band off of my hand, and it was lost. I saw a picture of a ring, and it looked just like my ring. I reached out to um, Bill Stewart. What just blew me away was in within half an hour, I had a message from Mike. Like a needle in a haystack or winning the lottery or something along those lines, but I haven't won the lottery yet. What a stroke of luck. I always wonder, how many, how many people actually check those things? Yeah. Also this morning, an 82-year-old in New York set his telescope up in the middle of a street in Brooklyn last week just so random hipsters could take a look at Saturn. There's a video with around 30 people lined up. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess uh, space is still really cool for a lot of people. Cool. Uh, One angry New Yorker did reportedly yell, though, get out of the effing road. Of course he did. He can't help himself. Uh, Meanwhile, a 42-year-old man in Virginia named Jimmy Thiden was adopted as a kid and found out a few months ago that he was part of an illegal adoption scheme. He was born in Chile, taken from a hospital, and eventually adopted out to a couple in the USA who had no idea. No clue. No. Now, thankfully, he's had a good life. He's a former Marine who's now a lawyer. He's got two kids of his own. But as soon as he found out what happened, he wanted to track down his birth mom in Chile, and he succeeded. Uh, He just went there this month to meet her. But until recently, she didn't even know he was alive Hmm. because the hospital told her that he died right after he was born. Isn't that insane? Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. The video of their hug is pretty moving. Oh, wow. He showed up in a full suit with a bouquet of flowers, and he was telling a reporter that the adoption scheme, you know, basically robbed them of 42 years worth of hugs. Uh, but he wanted to make sure it wasn't 43. How do you hug someone in a way that makes up for 42 years of hugs? That's what you're doing in that moment. 42 oh, years God. robbed, stolen from us, all crashing into this moment. 42 years. 
but not 43. Never 43. Oh, yeah. can't imagine. Reportedly, tens of thousands of God. children were taken from Chilean families throughout the 1970s and 80s. So Insane. A lot of stories like his, but oh, wow. really happy to hear that yeah. there's a happy ending. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Well, try this on for size. Refresh Wellness offers IV drip therapy and intramuscular shots to help you get back on track and feeling your best. So if you're ready to hit the refresh button, these popular services are a quick and easy way to boost your metabolism and even help treat a hangover. In fact, you can get an amazing offer for Refresh Wellness in Harper's Station on CincySavers.com. Or you can always download the Cincy Savers mobile app where you can buy and redeem certificates straight from your phone. All right, have a great rest of your day. Uh, Jen and I are going to dip out. Coming up next, we got Molly Fritch and Tim on the hot list right here at Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.